You are listening to the Ingredients for Success podcast, where you can consume dietary supplement industry best practices, trends, recent news, and other insights provided through interviews and discussions with members of the Stratum team and seasoned industry execs. Welcome back to the Ingredients for Success podcast. I'm Andrew Rice. And I'm Jackie Riso. If you haven't subscribed to Ingredients for Success on iTunes or YouTube, please make sure to do so. And if you don't mind, go ahead and rate it whatever number you would like to rate it. And we'd be very much appreciative. Appreciative. Appreciative? That works too. Something like that. Anyway, today on the show, we have Richard Lynn. Richard Lynn is the founder and CEO of Thrive Inside. Uh, Richard, we're super pumped to have you on. Thanks for coming. Yeah, thank you. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to uh, share a little gut health knowledge to the rest of your audience. Today, we're going to be talking about food, BMS, and DNA as it relates to therapeutics and interventions. Sounds very exciting. It's super exciting. Actually, it is going to be fun because Richard is fun. We know Richard is fun. He's a fun guy. Okay, so first question we have for you, Richard, is this is a serious question. Mm-hmm, it's much. something that we've been pondering since... 30 minutes ago. 30, yeah, about 30 minutes ago. But it's very important. What is your toilet mascot's name? I'd love to tell you the story of the toilet. So originally we got a porcelain toilet for a commercial. And the concept of that commercial was to have a inflatable T-Rex costume, taking a dump and showing the process of sampling uh, their stool DNA. That commercial never went, it never went live. So instead we kept the toilet. And as a rite of passage for our team and as part of building our culture, every new employee needs to sign our toilet. And we take a picture of them sitting on it. And really the, the, the vision of where we want to take our toilet Unfortunately, we have a name for it, but we do have a story behind it, is to have multiple different types of toilets, different colors for different organizations in the company. And as the company continues to grow, every team will be signing their own toilets. So, and uh, another funny thing about this toilet is uh, we actually brought it onto uh, Shark Tank uh, when we did audition for it. So that toilet has been with us in all kinds of journeys throughout uh, the company history, so. I have never heard of a celebrity toilet, but I think you have it. Yeah. You have the one and only. It's like... Porcelain. Maybe... Shiny. Like, I don't know what <laughs> what you call it. Well, maybe we can help. We'll, do, we'll, we'll brainstorm. We like to brainstorm. Maybe we'll brainstorm some some toilet name ideas and pass them your way. We're still waiting for our blue check mark <clears throat> from Instagram and Twitter. What's going on? We're trying to get our celebrity status. It's still not working. I don't know. We you would... need to be verified. Yeah, it's like one million trillion, I think, now followers you have to have. So anyway, okay, well, thanks for sharing that. Uh, we were very curious, as was probably the rest of the world, that, or anybody at least that read that article. Mm-hmm. So it piqued our interest. Richard, I am really intrigued with how you got started. Um, from my understanding, you started Thrive Inside when you were around 25, is that correct? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So the origin story of our business was um, four years ago, I took uh, antibiotics, ended up getting uh, really sick and uh, 
essentially the antibiotics killed all the good bacteria in my gut and a very pathogenic bacteria grew, which was called C. diff. And I went to multiple different doctors and they pretty much said, oh, you're too young and healthy looking to be sick. You're probably just depressed. And kind of through that experience, I started researching something called the microbiome, which is the bacteria, the yeast and the viruses that reside inside our stomach and our guts, on our skin, in our mouth and so forth. That science has essentially been showing uh, relates to all kinds of diseases and uh, more importantly, more chronic diseases that plague uh, the Western population, if you will. And at that time, we didn't see a product that could help everyday consumers understand uh, their microbiome and that's why we decided to start Thrive. That's great. You were talking about um, the Western diet. I believe in our, maybe our, in our meeting prior to this, you had said something about food as medicine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then you went into three different, what were they again? Three yeah. Well, I'm kind of calling them right now the Lynn three P's, but we can work on that. <laughs> so it was personalized, personalized, <laughs> preventative, and Pre um, predictive. 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 Yeah. Those are your three Ps. The Lynn three P's. I call them the three, the three P's of healthcare. And really that's where I believe healthcare is going in the future. Right now, when you look at healthcare, it's very reactive, right? You break a bone, you go in, um, and you get acute treatment, and we do a great job on that. Um, you know, you do your labs, something's wrong, but you never get to the root cause. And so really the future of medicine is really gonna be, like you mentioned, the three Ps, predictive, personalized, and preventative. Um, and the way we're gonna be able to do that is through uh, your DNA, what makes you, you. Yeah, um, you know, I'm, I'm very excited about this topic. I've heard a few companies talk about it. Um, I myself, I have been on this journey as well. And I'm going to tell you, like, when you were, you know, I did uh, Whole30. So that's kind of what started me on the journey was through Whole30. But just learning what my body was going to be able to consume and do well with. Um, and I'm sure you've been on, have you done similar things as like, like incorporating new foods and not that whole thing? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've jumped back and forth on different types of diets. Uh, at my time at Thrive, we actually did a internal Thrive study of different types of diets. So from McDonald's to keto, to kombucha, to fasting. And it's pretty amazing how these different diets actually change the microbiome. Um, and so a lot of the benefits that we see with some of these diets, um, we also see those changes with the microbes being uh, shifted. And uh, some of these microbes that become more prevalent in the gut on a specific diet actually show the benefits of that diet. So for instance, ketogenic diet is potentially anti-inflammatory and we see different types of microbes uh, actually increase on the ketogenic diet that uh, improves uh, inflammatory markers in the body. So um, I've gone back and forth and looked at all kinds of things. Um, I've also done glucose monitoring. That's a thing now, you know, you pick, uh, prick your finger, look at your ketone levels, look at your glucose levels. Um, so I've tried a whole gamut, it's been a lot of fun. So with Thrive Inside, if a consumer, they they have the kit, they do send in their stool. I do have a question about that because you talked about how the microbiome can change. And so if I'm paleo one week and then the next week I decide I want to be vegan, but you've already personalized my probiotics through Thrive Inside, mm -hmm. what happens then? How, how do you all help consumers actually just have that knowledge and just to be educated in well, when you do change your diet, hmm. 
you also should do this. Right. And is it take another test? Or what, what do you do with consumers who are kind of just bouncing back and forth trying to find their right diet? Yeah, no, that's a great question. Um, you know, when you kind of what you alluded to, the microbiome does change pretty drastically. And some items that do that, you know, obviously diet is a big uh, portion of it. Um, we've seen the microbiome change from medications, from antibiotics, from traveling to a different part of the world because the microbes in that environment are different. The food is different as well. Um, so we do encourage folks to um, retest if there is a major life event. Um, but, you know, if you've generally been on the same routine, um, your microbiome isn't going to, sh you know, shift that drastically. Uh, but obviously, if you take like an antibiotic or you completely change your diet from paleo to vegan, it's not that big of a difference. I mean, obviously, there's meat involved, but if you went from a pure carnivore diet or pure alcohol diet to something like vegan, obviously, that's going to be a big change. So um, it really just depends on the transition uh, between that. And um, so we don't always encourage everybody to retest, not only because of cost, but also because the data is not going to change too much anyways. Um, but yeah, so when you retest, we'll continue to optimize uh, in terms of our product. Uh, so the foods will change and the probiotics may potentially change as well. And when the food change, you're saying that'll change in the database, is that correct? Because everyone who does sign up, they get a database that right. Am I, am I correct in this? That tells them what foods they yeah. can eat, what they shouldn't eat and kind of exactly. educates them. Exactly. So just to give you a little bit more clarity on kind of how the algorithm works. So, you know, we test your stool and then based on that, we look at all the different microbes uh, that reside in your gut and we classify them. Are they probiotics? Are they good bacteria? Are they pathogens, you know, bad bacteria or commensals, which are kind of like neutral bacteria. And then based on that makeup, uh, we'll provide different recommendations in terms of food. So we personalize different um, categories of foods, pretty much all of them from vegetables to fruits to nuts to legumes, meats and so forth that can increase uh, good bacteria that you're deficient in and then decrease the pathogens that are in the gut. So depending on your diet, um, that is always changing. So even though someone may be on, say, a vegan diet and think that's you know ultra healthy, that's not always true because you have different microbes in your gut. So you know if you eat a broccoli and someone else eats a broccoli, you might have different microbes that digest that differently and the output is different metabolites that affect your intestinal walls. Um, and so everyone's very unique. And so what is healthy for one person may not actually be healthy for another. That to me is fascinating because Andrew and I were just a little bit older than you, just a little bit, that we kind of grew up in the in a world where it was everybody just kind of fit in a box, wouldn't you say? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we all ate the same things. We did we, Reebok step. So hearing you say this, it's just, I think it's fascinating yeah. to be able to realize that we all are unique and we're different. Yeah. And I believe you had said once that you all, Thrive wants to be the apple, right? Yeah, okay, so you're right. We had a conversation about this. You're right, she goes, he he said, we, watched, we ended up watching a, an interview with you and you had mentioned that you wanted to be the apple of DNA. DNA. Well, yeah. because we can relate to Richard Simmons videos, Reebok Step and those <laughs> things, we were like, so like Adam and Eve apple? Like, like so the, the apple of an eye? Like we're, and then finally, <laughs> it took us a couple minutes and then we we're, were both like, oh, apple, like, I'm almost the like Apple. Mistake, like we the could computer. Be wrong. Okay, so <laughs> yeah. Apple, the computer. <laughs> like the computer. We'll, we'll catch on, guys. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's yeah. right. 
So the computer, but yeah, you did. He did make that statement. Yeah, yeah. Can you expand a little bit on that? What does that What does that mean? What does that look like to be yeah. the apple of DNA? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So like I mentioned, kind of the three P's of healthcare from being personalized, preventative and predictive. Really, we believe that that's going to happen through DNA, which is essentially the building blocks of life. And everyone has a unique DNA from your human DNA, which is genomics, to your microbiome DNA, the microbial DNA, which we call metatranscriptomics, and then your environmental DNA, which is called exposomics. So your exposures to you know, different chemicals, heavy metals, uh, plastics, and so forth that you carry on with you uh, throughout your life. And we strongly believe by looking at all three of these that we'll be able to be uh, able to personalize lifestyle interventions. So whether that's food or that's different supplements to ultimately uh, combat disease and chronic illness. And so when we say apple of DNA, when you think about the apple ecosystem, Right, you have your MacBook Pro, you have your iPhone, you have your Apple Watch, and all of it is integrated together. Um, you have iTunes for music, and essentially, once you're in the platform, that becomes um, your way of life. It's a lifestyle brand, if you will, right? So what we want to do is uh, provide the diagnostics portion of it by looking at all three of those uh, pieces of DNA, and then ultimately providing you with kind of a guide of how to live a healthy life um, to optimize lifespan and health span, and ultimately, um, happier you if you will yeah no that makes total sense and more and more it is you know with with companies like yours and you know specifically yours in this case just like being able to hear from you and then you know before researching kind of what what you all are doing and, and those sorts of things just like it is becoming more and more um understood i think um to the general public that like it is not like you were saying earlier it's not just like one, one box you can't not not everybody fits in the same box like mm-hmm. i am completely different than jackie jackie is very much different mm-hmm. <laughs> than, <laughs> very much than so. me um and but it, it does make so much sense and to hear that you all are kind of it seems in the your, your future plans and where you're looking at, you know, your future goals and growth, you're really looking to um, go after these these all of these areas and kind of become that apple. Right. Uh, so not just the, the gut health or the gut microbiome, but right. also you do have a roadmap that's going to lead other directions. Is that's that right. correct? And the thing that I, I'd like to expand on that is, you know, this isn't just necessarily a vision of, hey, it's going to be there. It's actually already happening now in the research field. So what actually intrigued myself and the rest of our team is uh, Professor Larry Smarr at UC San Diego. And he has a very interesting story. So he started out as a researcher, uh, computer scientist and so forth, and uh, ended up predicting his Crohn's disease 10 years before it happened. And the way he was able to do that was, um, you know, he did a whole bunch of labs and a lot of his labs were coming back, um, you know, out of range. And he went to his doctor and he, he said, hey, why is my CRP, which is a, a blood test that looks at inflammation in the body, like, why is it 10 times over the healthy average? And his doctor said, I don't know, you're probably just unique, right? <laughs> and so he started looking at more of the research, did more testing, and, um, you know, realized that, hey, a lot of the data that I have is pointing toward uh, potentially some sort of inflammatory, you know, bowel disease, uh, whether that's uh, IBD or Crohn's itself. 
So he went to his doctor and said, hey, can you do a colonoscopy? Because that's usually the gold standard to find out if you have inflammation in the gut. So he did that and it came back like he had a perfect healthy gut. There was no inflammation. So his doctor said, nope, see, you were just worried for no, for no reason. But what he found out later is after he did a microbiome test and then he did a genetic test and he saw that snippets of his DNA were more susceptible to inflammatory bowel disease and that he had different microbes in the gut microscopic that you can't see with a with a scope were actually very overgrown and then a couple years later you know he starts getting very bad Crohn's symptoms which is you know bleeding and so forth uh, while he has uh, you know his bowel movements went back and did another scope and lo and behold Crohn's was there right so uh, he was able to predict his disease before it happened and be able to provide you know interventions um, to kind of combat that and so uh, you know that's N equals sample one, it's one person, but how can we bring this at scale at affordable cost to everyday Americans and you know, hopefully to the rest of the world uh, that we can start predicting disease and hopefully combating it before it becomes something serious. Yeah, that's, that's very exciting, man. That's, um, I mean, the amount of people out there, I feel like, you know, even myself included before I really, and I, I was very physically, you know, active, uh, you know, I was in the Marines and after the Marines, I, you know, I did a lot of things that I had to stay in shape for, but my diet was so terrible through all of this. And then now realizing how important the diet actually is, how important understanding your body and what, what you need versus what everybody else needs. I, I'm so excited for the general public, the, the people out there that don't really understand that connection for whatever reason still between, yes, I may be super fit or maybe I'm not fit. And, you know, maybe my diet's good or maybe it's not good, but I cannot wait for 10 years, five years down the road. I don't know. I'd, I'd be interested to find out what your prediction is on this, but I can't wait till that day when you can walk into Walmart, you can walk into these places and not only do you have the the food available, you have, you know, some sort of whatever it is, electronic panel or something where you can go in and you've done testing through somebody, you know, maybe it's Thrive Inside, you know, whatever it is, um, but they know before right. they shop mm -hmm. what is going to be good for me to eat. And just like, I can't wait for everybody to understand how to be healthier and live better. But what's your prediction on that? How, how long do you think it's going to take from where we are now to more of the general public using, you know, companies like you or, or at least understanding this? Yeah, no, that's a great question. Um, and I strongly believe we're probably five to seven years out from mass adoption and kind of the, the vision of this, you know, obviously we have the testing and, you know, the interventions with food and so forth. But I really do see a synergy between, you know, the software aspect of the tech to the hardware to, you know, the testing and so forth. So you can imagine in the future that, you know, you have your AR glasses on, you're walking into a restaurant or into a grocery store, you've already done your testing. So you know exactly the right foods are, you know, right for you. And as you're shopping at the grocery store, you know, on your glasses, it'll show you different scores on the different foods that you see. So you know exactly which ones to pick out, how to build those recipes, eat those at home. And, you know, even sampling is going to change in the future. You know, we've talked to a lot of um, companies in the toilet space, if you will, that are trying to get stool samples without you actually having to do anything. So, you know, as you're doing your, your bowel movements every morning where, you know, you're urinating, you're collecting a sample. And in that IoT device, Internet of Things toilet, if you will, is sending that data to the cloud. 
and is processing and providing your doctor yourself insights on how you're doing every day and you can start seeing the trends because really that at the end of the day it's you know um, doing a test at one point in time uh, isn't enough you know you want you want to continue to track how your uh, your data is going just like any other device we have now from an apple watch the fitbit uh, to see those trends and see kind of where you're going so i strongly believe that's kind of the future of where we're going to go um and you know all the devices and all those are going to be tied to your health as we're seeing with like say the apple watch you know they, they look at your heartbeat they, you can track your diet and so forth but it's going to go to several layers uh above and beyond uh, in terms of convenience and insights so wow that's cool i love the fact that we're no longer and i think you mentioned this before one time we're no longer flushing data down the toilet anymore. We're actually able to collect it. And so mm. now what you're saying is you've taken a little further and explained it to us that we can collect it on a daily basis. You can still flush it, but not flush the data. That's right. That's exactly. right. That's right. I love it. Um, I mean, I think that's it. I think this has been great. I've learned a lot. Um, learned a lot about you, about your company. Thoroughly enjoyed this podcast. I have as well. I'm actually, I'm going to order a kit. Yeah. I'm going to do this because I have relate, I related to your story and poor Andrew's been on this year long journey with me. Doctors are doing the same thing. Yeah. Antibiotic, antibiotic, antibiotic. And I've done so many different surgeries, yeah. colonoscopy, and still there's yep. not an answer. And I have it. felt like you, like I'm, I'm really not making this up. I've lived in this body for 41 years. I do know when something is not right. Yeah. And so you've actually you inspired me to yeah, like you need to do go it. and do this and see if I can <laughs> yeah. find out a different way. Yeah, yeah. So thank you for that. Yeah. Absolutely. We're looking. We're looking forward to having you send over your poop. I'm gonna. <laughs> oh, I'm so gonna. Gross. Richard, I, I know it's not, I'm it gonna is. make sure right after this yeah, she gets a kit and she's like, gonna send her we're poop. Like this now, so it's okay. That's we right. That's right. We are. That's oh, right. Man. That's we're right. real close. We're close now. So. Richard, thank you so much, man. It's It's been great hearing from you, and maybe we'll have you on in the future. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. We would All love right. that. Thank All right. you. Have a good one. See ya. Bye.